Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Relationship Center podcast. We're glad you tuned in. In the background playing is Love is Not a Fight by Warren Barfield from his album Worth Fighting For. And we're talking about love this Valentine's. I don't know if you're in the mood of love. My name is Anes Wamboy. I'll be taking you through this day's podcast. In studio with me is... David Kimani. Uh-huh. And who else? Andrew Kariuki. And the one and only, Debra. our leading lady. <laughs> Deborah Rao. Deborah Rao. Nice to have you guys. Thank you, Anes. Are you feeling the love in the air? Flowers, flowers. <laughs> so what? Flowers, flowers. Roses, roses. Flowers, flowers. Ladies and gentlemen, we do not interpret the tongues spoken <laughs> over this podcast. Unfortunately, none of us here has got the gift of interpreting tongues. Flowers, <laughs> flowers. Roses, roses. People are people are behaving well, huh? People want flowers. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Debs, mm? is Joel getting you flowers? Yeah, I'm just quiet. Ju- be mm. quiet and you'll get it. them. It's <laughs> <laughs> an interesting thing that we're shy about this. Eh? No, no, Andrew, you're shy. Speak for yourself. <laughs> I am Speak shy. Speak for yourself. Right. Speak for yourself. Come on, Andrew. Right. Andrew. He's shy. He's shy. Andrew, from today on, your name is Mushai. <laughs> 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 All right, so so uh, Andrew Andrew saying we are shy, <laughs> shy, and uh, yeah, I feel shy. <laughs> and we're talking about love, and there's a particular verse that we've just been reading from the book of um, Proverbs chapter five, from verse fifteen to verse seventeen. I'm going to ask Deborah Rao to read it for us. Then um, we'll introduce the topic. We're talking about just the sanctity of sexuality. Uh, you can't avoid talking about sex in February, even if you say we are not celebrating Valentine's. Guys, <laughs> if you calculate, <laughs> if you calculate nine months oh from gosh. February, people are born. <laughs> people are born, not born again. Born, 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 born. Oh. Ilya flesh, born. Mm. <laughs> so things happen in February. <laughs> Amen. Deborah Rao. Yes, Ernest. Proverbs five. <laughs> All right, I'll read from the NKJV version. Nikujijazia version. Proverbs 5, verse 15 to 17. Yes. Drink water from your own system mm-hmm. and running water from your own well. Mm. Should your fountains be dispersed abroad, mm-hmm. streams of water in the streets, yes. let them be only your own mm. and not for strangers with you. Wow. Sounds like Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. David D- D- David wants to break this down for us. Mm. So we're going to have David read the same scripture <laughs> from a loose translation. Ilia uh, Waluya, TPT. 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 The Passion Translation. Ooh, the Passion Translation. Let me tell you, it is passionate. It is passionate, huh? My son, share your love with your wife alone. Come on now. Drink from her well of pleasure and from no other. Mm-hmm. Why should you have sex with a stranger, mm-hmm. with anyone other than her? Mm. Reserve this pleasure for you and mm-hmm. her alone and mm-hmm. not with another. Oh, wow. Your sex life will be blessed as you take joy and pleasure mm-hmm. in the wife of your youth. Mm. Wow. You know, David, I feel like you should just read it again. And then I I, sh- I, I could, you, you know, those preachers who they ask you to read a passage mm-hmm. and they interrupt every <laughs> verse as you read. My son. My son. <laughs> Share your love with Share your wife alone. Your love with your wife alone. <laughs> Drink uh-huh. from her well of pleasure. Drink from your well <laughs> of, pleasure. of pleasure. And from no other. And from no other. No other. what? <laughs> no other. Verse 16, what does it say? Why should you have Why sex? Why should you have sex <laughs> with a stranger? With a stranger. <laughs> and with or with anyone. Other than her. Other. Oh gosh. Than her. <laughs> Reserve this pleasure. Hold for it. You. 
reserve this place. <laughs> the word is clear. The word is clear. Andrew, interpret it for us. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so Andrew, you had said oh. we are shy about these things, right? I mean, we could start about that. The Bible is very clear concerning this verse, verses on sexuality, you know? Maybe let's start with talking about the why we are shy before we go on and just addressing them. Because the Bible is not shy, all right? Mm. Contrary to popular belief, people think uh, the Christian faith is abashed about these kinds of topics. But here, I mean, Proverbs 5.18, <laughs> guys, this is in your Bibles. It's yeah. quite point blank. The, the thing is this, uh, I, I really can't speak for other cultures, but we are an African culture. Mm-hmm. You know, the way we've been brought up, mm. uh, is is where we have a certain level of decorum mm-hmm. that must be maintained mm. in in our social circles. Wakanda forever. I tell you. Mm. Um and yet there's this confusion that also comes in from what w- what we watch on movies, mm. what we watch um on 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 social media and so on that uh elicits romance and intimacy and all these kind of things. Mm. And as we step into February, then it all comes together. Yes. And we want to have open, candid discussions about it, but we have been taught not to talk about bad manners. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, right? Mm. Yeah. Don't talk about bad manners. Mm. Don't, don't talk about those secret things, yeah. secret places, yeah. secret parts. Yes. Uh, and I think that's where the shyness comes from. Eh? Yeah. You know, I mean, it's true. I mean, I think... The girls listening, and maybe Deborah can tell us. Most girls, the the only uh, sexual advice you received from your parents was Nikopata Nakijana. Well, at least you guys were. T- uh, some people were told Nikopata Nakijana. Uh-huh. What? What were you told? I was not told. <laughs> <laughs> I was given those looks. You yep. know, there's a look <laughs> you're given. Yeah. When you yeah. when you become a teenager, there's a look your mom starts giving you. Yeah. Hmm? She inherits it from God. It's the look of God, and I can't let you know. <laughs> Like I formed you, <laughs> I formed you. Mm. I no, knew you. I can take you back. Yeah, the look just says everything. Yeah, you know. And yeah. I think it's uh, and uh, it's true. We we never really had these discussions with our parents. And mm. contrary to nowadays, there's a lot of information out there. Yeah, internet, movies. Yeah, series. Um, they actually say three quarter of teenagers learn about sex from the internet. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's a lot. And, and I don't th- but we didn't really have that. There was no internet to just browse and look at things and, mm. you know, read. And and even, I think, the the most um, we learned from maybe was from The Bold and the Beautiful. Ooh, that was <laughs> like porn. <laughs> Young and the Restless. If you watched The Bold, and that was like porn yeah. in our time. Oh, my watch. God. You if watched, you're a, re- if you're I found. was peeping. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're the one who was peeping. The door is open. The, yeah. <laughs> The bo- <laughs> I mean, if you watch the bold, it's like you committed a cardinal sin. Yeah, oh the bold goodness. Ridge Forester, <laughs> Stephanie. You know, and nowadays the I mean they're <laughs> endless. They're yeah. like I don't know. You just you'll find everything and anything. Yes, on the internet. And, and now I mean right now the bold is so it's so tame. But oh you gosh. have a whole channel Telemundo. Uh, <laughs> you know, one after another, one after another, one after, and yeah. you know people get stuck. So yes. Yeah. Yeah watching, consuming yeah. this material, mm-hmm. and you begin to start wondering, you know, why can't I go to the next level in my relationship? Because mm. you're stuck at Telemundo. <laughs> <laughs> why is the hero of that series, even though she's a married lady, mm. uh, uh, happy when she has two boyfriends? 
Mm. Okay. What have you been watching? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's only talking from what he was told. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. and, and now, David, the boys on the other hand, you're not told necessarily partner Nakijani, you're told, don't get a girl pregnant. Mm-hmm. Don't, get like a, don't get a girl you pregnant. Do it. Just don't get her pregnant. Yes. That's the implication. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's what yeah, that's what is implied. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, so so the girls sit there and watch soap operas. I think mm. that's just pressure. That's just pressure. That's just <laughs> that's just a lot of pressure. But those the guys are also giving some sort of pressure, you know. Yeah, th- those those actually, you know, what you're asking, David, is the instructions I was given. Oh, really? At 18 mm. years old. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You can smoke. You can drink. Don't use my money. Whoa. Don't bring a baby home. Mm. Now, for me. That meant go do what you have to do, but just, just be careful. Be careful. <laughs> don't don't, oh, don't have a baby. Mm. Yeah. Now, once we hit that place, eh, mm. uh, the thinking for me as a young man mm. was uh, I've been unleashed. Yes. I can now partake. You've been set loose. Yes, <laughs> of this precious, mm. precious fruit. Mm. Let's pick up the. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, you just leave us here, please, yeah. hanging. <laughs> you think this is, I don't know, continue episode two. Uh, mm. Oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought you scared me. By. And, yeah, but it's true. It is true. And, I mean, as a result, because they, they've been an extreme where either you are, we, we don't have healthy conversations about sexuality, mm. or on the other end, there's just a lot of, you know, the perversion, the porn and everything, you know? Mm. And, yeah. and now you see it, you see it affecting the relationships on the ground. Um, I, I remember walking the other day and seeing a teen, two teenagers walking and the guy had his hands around the girl's waist and I kept thinking, when I was your age, I didn't even know a waist could be held. <laughs> <laughs> like, a waist, like what? Like, you can put your hands around a woman's waist. Like, I had, I couldn't even imagine that. But it's, it's becoming more commonplace, you know, yeah. to have um, sexuality in your face. Mm. And I just tend to think, what's happening after I mean, that? Is after it, your is it commonplace or is it in the, on our face? Think about it. In yeah. The, in the morning shows in the matatu. Exactly. The discussion's been mm-hmm. had. It's now it's everywhere. It's yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sex. Yeah. Um, uh, let, me, let me just say, maybe throw a span in the works. Mm-hmm. Because I think in everything that God creates, sex is a beautiful thing God created. There's mm-hmm. beauty in sex. Yes. It's a joyous thing. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing thing. Yes. But you'd be amazed that the things God creates, the enemy also... Perverts, perverts mm. them. Mm. Uh, and I remember I said this, and people think it's crazy, but yeah. I think sex is an act of worship. Yes. And we never think about it. Mm. Um, we think it's for me, mm. myself and I, mm. but we forget that in this thing, it's a communion mm. between the two of us, mm-hmm. but God has to be at the center of it. Because all has to glorify God. It has to glorify God. Mm. And, and and maybe part of the things I feel unhappy about is because I think as Christians and maybe the church, we are afraid of speaking about sex because it's needed to be looked like a dirty thing. Mm. And the world has perverted sex to look like a dirty thing. Mm. It's not a dirty thing. So God creates something beautiful, but the devil perverts it. The devil it. perverts it. And then we are afraid of talking about it because mm. it's been made to look dirty. Yes. And no, it's not. Yeah. And I think it's time we went back and told guys, by the way, sex is beautiful. Sex is awesome. It's amazing. It's amazing. But in the beginning, God created Adam and Eve to multiply and fill the earth. Yeah. And they were not going to do that through cell division. And he said, let <laughs> the two become one. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and that, that one is, it's not just a physical thing because what sex does is it not just unites you as physically, mm-hmm. it so unites you in the soul. Mm-hmm. 
And David, I'm glad that you're bringing that up, but I just want us to go on a short break so that David can now just pick up from there, you know? Just the sanctity and the power of sex, you know? It's it's more than just that physical act, all right? Mm-hmm. And um, God creates, the devil perverts. God created us and all, the devil made man you, okay. red devils. <laughs> Be back after the break. Don't touch the dial. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you are watching the Relationship Center podcast. We are glad you tuned in. And what were my new America Question, why are you called red devils? Why are you called red devils? Because you are a perversion of the spiritual warfare brought by Arsenal. My gosh. Gunners. The gunners. Gunners. They forgot. Gunners. They, they forgot. Spiritual warfare. <laughs> Spiritual warfare. Gunners. Gunners. All right. Wait, let's go back. Yeah. Talk about Sitting this. back on this one. All right. Okay. Hmm. So, um, <laughs> Deborah Tunokujia, by the way, we know you support Liverpool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, David. Oh so, Proverbs 5. Mm. All right. Mm. 15 to 17. Mm. We're talking about. Sex is a beautiful thing. Mm. And right here, Solomon says it. Yeah. He would know. Mm. <laughs> he says, <laughs> drink. <laughs> yes, of course. You Why is this man on earth? No, right? Sometimes I wonder if people in the cloud of witnesses normally just click at us and say, Nimekuskia. Solomon, I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, drink water from your own system. Mm. Running water from your own well. He's, mm. he's talking about sex between a man and a woman mm. and not just he's talking about it in God's context a married man and a married woman mm. a male and a female yes one male one female yeah. <laughs> true yeah mm. married to each other not to other people <laughs> true you know true. and he's saying it's beautiful yeah it's beautiful mm. all right mm. so you were just talking about how that is perverted by the enemy mm. and how you know we end up don't not seeing why it's beautiful mm. why do you think so you see, once uh, your mind is, uh, uh, enemy plays our minds, and mm. if something is put in the mind, it's bad. Mm. We're thinking it's bad, mm. and I, I remember even when we were growing up, you know, just like the girls were told, this is a bad thing. Yes, when you told don't bring mm-hmm. a baby home, mm. you, this thing becomes a bad thing. Yeah. Incident, what happens is then it starts bringing up this thing of uh, let me see, you know, yeah, like a thought, and it's in every way. It's from porn. Uh, it's in the music played mm. uh, and so whereas when we were growing up i don't know the new age but uh, as guys sex was not a big thing mm. and then a song was sung mm. let's talk about sex baby mm. uh, and other <laughs> things that become a booty call and stuff mm. so what happens is then sex be- stops being that bad thing in dirty yeah comes this thing it's about me myself and i yeah and so me, myself, and I, it doesn't matter. I mean, the other parties are not involved here, what I care. So it's almost so as if the first introduction of sex to people is the perversion. It's a perversion. It's not the, the yeah. real thing. So some people, it's a dirty mm. thing. Others, it's a perversion. It's not the real thing. Yeah. No one tells us about the joy of sex. It's mm-hmm. not what we, you know we, what, what the Bible says about it. Mm. And so what happens is, in, if when it's messed up in your mind, that's what happens. When you think it's about me, myself, and I, and therefore yeah. I can sleep with whoever I want, however I want, it's about me. So it's as if the, dev- the, the, the devil has convinced us that he came up with this thing, then God took it and reformed it. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. yeah. And, made, and made it, yeah. And you know, it's, it's that thing for those guys, you know. Yeah. 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 Oh, you know, there are some cults that teach that the reason Adam and Eve were kicked out of the garden is because they had sex. Um, and that just goes on wow. to show how we've got <laughs> such a low view of sexuality. Yeah. Um, the woman in Songs of Solomon, 
chapter 1 verse 2 when she's getting married to Solomon she begins by saying let him kiss me with the kisses of his mouth for your love is better than wine Deborah did you ever memorize that in Sunday school uh no <laughs> in front of the whole church if you're found you let him kiss me no. <laughs> with the kisses of his mouth with the actions <laughs> for <Hey>. your love <laughs> Right. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> All right. Andrew, <laughs> then let's come to Deborah. Yeah. So um you know, in this scripture that we've read mm-hmm. uh from the NIV version, version <laughs> excuse me. Mm. Um, you know, Solomon says, Drink water from your own cistern. Mm. And uh, unfortunately I know most of us when we think of cistern, you think of that thing behind the toilet. Eh? Oh. Tank, oh. <laughs> that, yes. that, uh, but the old type yeah. of system was what? But the old system yeah. was precious. Mm. It held water mm. in a land that was devoid of water. Mm. And basically what uh, Solomon is saying here, yeah. um, this act of love yeah. births more mm. than just uh, uh, um, babies. <laughs> yes. It's a wellspring mm. of um, love between a man and a woman. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a point of life mm. between man and a woman. Mm. And that's why he encourages drink life from your own system, mm. not from all over the place. Yes. And this is why it's so important for us to guard our sexuality. Mm. We can't just uh, sorry i'm jumping into that place <laughs> right. that space uh, you know where we talk about the fact that sex sex is beautiful by the way i love sex mm. i enjoy it brother andrew hallelujah i love that david said it's an act of worship <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, it really is okay mm. maybe i'm uh, <laughs> getting carried away <laughs> over here but oh gosh <laughs> But when you abuse that act of worship, mm. then it becomes a cistern that's full of frogs, <laughs> snakes, <laughs> and all kinds of other things. It births evil. It births evil. So, you know, uh, as we go into this Valentine's, for me, I, I like that part. Oh. Mm. Drink water from your own cistern. Mm. And now, if you don't have one, mm-hmm. No no assistant yako. So so let's come to Deborah. Uh, Deborah, oh there may be people out there who are saying but mm. uh, I mean it's, it's just sex. Like what's the big deal? <laughs> it's just sex, you know. You hear people saying like why are you guys making a big deal out of this? Like I'm yeah. in I'm out I'm gone, like no strings attached. Mm-hmm. What would you say to someone like that? You know, like um David and Andrew said, you know, um sex is it's it's a worship but it also binds to the soul. Right? Uh-huh. And the soul is um, is who we are, the seat of our emotions, mm. uh, our minds, <coughs> basically, you know, everything we are. So you might, you know, people might say, and some people might say that uh, it's just sex, but to some extent, the, the, the effects are deep. Yes. They're very deep. Mm. And, um, so it goes beyond the physical. It goes beyond the physical. Mm. There's a way sex binds a man and a woman mm. that can't be explained. I think there's there's a scripture that Solomon was saying, and it says that uh, it's very difficult to understand a man and a woman. To mm. be, you know, I mean Proverbs <laughs> thirty, right? Mm. <laughs> it's one of those mysteries. You're like, hey, a man and a woman. Yes. When that it uh, it it is 
it's difficult. It's one of those things that you're like, oh, Apple. Yeah. We Solomon mm. didn't even understand. Yeah, you don't understand. So there's Proverbs a thirty eighteen, right? Please 19, read it for us. The three things that are too amazing for me. Four that I do not understand. They over mm. an eagle in the sky. Mm-hmm. They over they over snake on a rock. They over sheep on the high seas, and the way of a man with a young woman. Mm-hmm. And I think the TPT <laughs> says um, the way of the way a man and a woman fall in love. Yeah, yeah, you know. So it's it, we might uh, say that okay, this is just nothing. But at the end of it all, the emotions that are that come with that, the binding. And I've listened to so many people that I've talked to, and um, the place where they've you know had sex before marriage, mm. they come out very broken. Yeah, they might not really say it. Um, or or act it because people want to act, you know, in a certain macho way, you know, yeah. just sex. Yeah. But when you talk in depth to those people, mm-hmm. you realize the brokenness. There's yeah. something that was taken away from them mm. when they had, you know, that premarital mm. sex. Mm. So it, the the soul is bound. So if you if you're having multiple multiple sexual partners, mm. basically your soul is fragmented. Yeah, you know. Mm. And um, I'd like to just look at um, verse. 17 of Proverbs, of Proverbs 5. 5 that says that uh-huh. reserve this pleasure for you and her alone and not with another. Mm. You know, there's a place for pleasure that the Lord wants us to enjoy in sex, yeah. all right? Mm. But if we give it to anyone and anyone and everyone, mm. that pleasure is taken away, that good thing is taken mm. away from, yeah, from the whole experience. Oh, wow, yeah. Well, so Deborah, someone may, may be saying, okay, wow, okay, I understand, okay, mm. sex is more than the physical act. Um, I may say uh, I will use a condom, but you're telling me there's no condom for my soul. Um, <laughs> but what if I say, but okay, we are both committed to one another. Mm. We are both Christians, or we are both, um, well, even if you're not Christians. Huh? First of all, I don't even understand why you're a Christian and you're negotiating <laughs> for fornication. But anyway, uh, maybe somebody said, we are yeah. both committed to one another. We're not doing anyone else. We're just going to keep doing this. Then we get married. We're continuing, you know? What's what's the danger? Yeah. You know, Andrew. Um, <laughs> anything to say to that? Yeah, I think there's um, lots that comes out of this, and I'll I'll just go back to what I said. Huh? Mm-hmm. That that sexual union is a system. It's a source. Yeah, uh, it gives out so much, and when you partake of water or wine or this life. Before it's given time, mm. before the time that God has appointed yes. for it to happen, mm. then you begin, you're robbing, it's like you're robbing God, mm. number one, mm. but you rob yourself. Uh-huh. You rob yourself of dignity. Mm-hmm. You rob yourself of um, your ability to self-control. Uh-huh. Oh, virtue. Virtue is gone, huh? It's gone. Mm. And secondly... You also rob your partner mm-hmm. of the ability to trust. Uh-huh. Now, most people will say, no, but we're faithful. Yeah, We're faithful. We're not doing it with anybody else. Mm. Mm. All right, good. So what happens when you have to travel for six months for an work assignment? Mm. And you start saying, if they didn't wait for me before, what makes me think they're waiting for me now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I see your point. All right, yes, David, David, go on. So, marriage is a covenant. Uh-huh. It's interesting because as, as Andrew was speaking, the thing that came to me was that sex is a seal to the covenant. I may punch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so when you sign, I mean, this is the thing that stamps it. Yes. And so um, 
what what signatures are you, why are you putting signatures all over the place? Mm. Mm. Eish. Eish. You may eish. Okay. you may run yeah. out of ink. <laughs> <laughs> Not just run out of ink, yeah. but everything else then becomes a counterfeit because yeah. the th- real original thing mm. was not is not there. Mm. Everything else is a counterfeit. Yes. Um and and we don't understand that. We think it's a freedom that yeah. we can do whatever it is. Yeah. Um and I like uh, even what she uh, what Deborah read because I think this is an honor to us as men. Mm-hmm. Let me speak to the men. Hey, you just can't go sleeping around. Wait. And men will say no, I can't because, you know, my body, you know, I need those things, you know. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Um Anyone who knows someone who did because of a lack of sex, yeah. please send us an email. Kuna mtu flani pale Nairobi Hospital, aliyemtiwa juzi. No one ever did. Yes. And if you can actually wait. Yeah. You know that day, wait. You yeah. be, be amazed. It to be people think you know I'm 30 something, I'm in 20s, I might die because of lack of no one ever died. Mm. If you can actually wait, the joy of it the years of waiting will be worth it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And as Andrew comes in, I just remember uh, something that doc, Dr. Jordan B. Peterson once said. He said, uh, if you express something casually, then you yourself become an object that is casual. You know? Um, so y- cool. Y- you use a, casual, use a casual container for casual work. So know? cool. But there are certain precious containers that you reserve for precious work, you know? There are those dishes that you reserve for guests, you know? But there's some container that you if it's on the ground who cares <laughs> you can kick it around you can what and he said you really can't devoid you, you really can't uh, divorce yourself from the whole idea that casual sex lowers your dignity in one way or another yeah sorry andrew agreed agreed yeah. no i just love what david said that marriage is a covenant mm. covenants are uh no many covenants are blood covenants mm-hmm. And so is marriage. Mm. That on the night that the marriage is consummated, yes, there's a spilling of blood. Sasa mkianza ukombele. You know, then where is that how do you consummate that marriage? Mm. How do you tell your wife, your woman on that night or your husband for that matter yeah. that now you are mine? Yes you're making a mental commitment is is that yeah, yeah. You, know, you you rob the whole thing yes as you said yeah. of, of its sanctity wow someone said you know in the past said you may now kiss the bride you mean you may now you mean you've not been doing it before <laughs> <laughs> but perhaps the poor you saying okay guys i understand what you're saying but hey we are here listening and we are robbers <laughs> Oh, like oh man, and and I think even right here, even on this table, we've we've had our own shares. If you've had mm-hmm. previous podcast of just our own struggles with sexuality, mm-hmm. so uh, the people even here speaking, I speak from a place of you know brokenness, having understood you know that uh, sin does rob you, you know. Mm-hmm. But perhaps David, someone is saying, hey, you know, or Deborah, someone, some lady out there is saying, now you guys are talking about things that are. <laughs> sound impossible in my life because I've fallen mm. you know I'm, I'm understanding that you're saying it's it, there's something there's a sanctity of sex but so what do I do um it's gone it's I feel like it's gone um am I am, am I spoiled goods <laughs> you know so speak Deborah I don't know if you'd like to chip into that then 
come to David. Just to encourage someone out there who's feeling like that. Our God is a God of restoration. Uh-huh. He restores, <coughs> he heals, he redeems us by his precious blood. So even if you feel like you're far or you've fallen off or you're really, really just, you know, spoiled goods times a thousand. Mm, mm. <laughs> it doesn't matter. The blood of Christ covers that. Yeah. So just come to the Lord, you know, repent. Repentance means um, turning around, change your mind yes. concerning what you're doing and, and, and to agree with the mind of Christ that, you know, um, your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So come to him, repent, ask him to sanctify you because he does that. That's his work. He sanctifies us. Mm. He purifies us. He makes us new. Yeah. He restores us. Yes. You know? And um from then on he will also restore emotions. He restores, he mm. purifies emotions. Mm. Um the guilt should not be there, shame should not be there. The Lord covers us. Mm. Yeah. God is a healer. He's a healer. And and uh, uh, he, the Bible says he casts away our sins and chooses to remember them no more. And uh, when he says he chooses to remember them no more, he's not saying like, hmm, what is that thing that Andrew did in 1997? Mm. I remember no more. Mm. Now, he, he's basically saying, um, I choose to put it away. Yeah. It's not that God has amnesia. Mm. I just, he, he willingly, mm. he cancels the record and yeah. he doesn't use it against you. Mm. So men may use it against you, but God says you're clean. You stand before him as the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Mm. He looks everything that is legally Christ's is legally yours mm. if you accept him. Mm. Mm. Yeah. David. You know, you're not a potato that when you fall down, you cover yourself with dust. Fuck, you're a potato. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like words. Chips. 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 Dust yourself. <laughs> dust Trust yourself. Akikuyu to just force the example of a waru in their <laughs> analogy. <laughs> that, 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 that was a forced yeah. analogy. How can, how can <laughs> it <be>? waru, <laughs> the potato. Without, without, without waru, it's not. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Um, like like Deborah said, stand up. Yeah. You know, go go before the Father. Mm. Mm. Uh, I think I just feel to share this that one of the things that a lot of people are not being who they're supposed to be because when you engage in sex in the wrong time, the wrong space, mm. the wrong way, yeah, it plays on your mind. Yes. Guilt, shame, self condemnation. Mm. Then what that stops you is from being who you're supposed to be. Yeah. It's so a destiny killer. It's a destiny killer. Mm. And so if you can come before the Father, repent, confess. Yeah then you discover that you actually find your destiny. Mm. You discover that you can walk in the fullness of who you're supposed to be. So the call of purity is not just to... It's not to just for your body. It's not just for your body. It's also to... to God wants to confer some authority on you exactly. for your destiny. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It, exactly. It goes beyond the, the, the bed sheets. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so it's, I mean, uh, as, we, as we go into Valentine's, I think it's just looking back and say, look, we're the temple of the Holy Spirit. Mm. Mm. Can we take care of that temple? Yeah. Mm. Can we worship God in the yeah. right way? Mm. Yeah. Oh wow! And I like that temple of the. And Deborah had mentioned it, temple of the mm. Holy Spirit. Mm. In our powerhouse class um, last week, we we kept asking ourselves. Okay, we asked ourselves. Okay, the Bible says our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Um, that analogy is very clear. Body is a temple. So let's ask ourselves. Uh, we know everything about our body, but do we know anything about a temple? And we asked each other. What is a temple like? And guys said, okay, temples are clean, all right. Mm. So our body should be clean. Like what? Temples are guarded, you know, they've got temple guards. Uh, temples are, are, are repaired, you know, when they get destroyed. Temples carry wealth, you know, the, the wealth of the city. Someone said, you don't put graffiti on temples. <laughs> 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 you know, like th- with the, all these things about temples. And we're like, mm. okay, how do we translate that to our, our human bodies as our temples, you know? Mm. Do we treat them as temples? Do we treat them as honor? Not everyone gets into the temple. 
Yeah. You know, in fact, in the Holy of Holies, only one person, the high priest, got in. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, or do we just have multiple people? Right. Anyway, Andrew, let's go on. Well, um, I'll just pick up from what uh, Deborah and David have said um, mm. that, you know, Christ is the answer. Christ died on the cross and mm. shed his blood mm. that we would have a new covenant. Wow. And it's in coming back to him that then you do get that restoration. Mm. And as we, as we, you know, David said, as we are going into Valentine's, mm. Um, what what better time is this than to come to Christ? Amen. Yeah. What better time? Mm. Oh wow! So, ladies and gentlemen, the question is: Are you pursuing the true love that Christ has set aside for you? When He shed His blood on the cross, that blood is able to restore you. That blood is able to do so much more, more than you think. It's able to absorb all your sin. It's able to redefine your love relationships. It's able to make you have a biblical view of sexuality, a healthy view. Not like the one you inherited from your parents. Don't get a girl pregnant. It's much more than that. Till next time, my name is Anes Wamboye. Deborah Rao. Andrew Kayoki. And David Kimani. We'll see you next time. <laughs>